So hello and welcome. My name's Steve Nabell and today I'm speaking with Katie Tucker on alchemical healing. Katie is the founder of Starlight Meditation, which is about self-empowerment and helping people find their core happiness and helping gl global ascension. Now, Katie is a channel for star beings, ancestors, fairies, elementals, ascended masters, goddesses, and she says any guides that are in the highest good at the time. Uh, so, Katie, welcome to you. Hello, thank you for having me. That's all right, Katie. I always love speaking with you. It's, uh, I think we've done two or three so far. This is maybe the third or fourth, I can't remember. We have, and I enjoy them so much. So thank you for having me back. <laughs> oh, that's my pleasure. I, 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 I still remember the portals one. It still resonates with me, you know, all that. Uh, very good. Very good. Yeah. Um, since we did that one, actually, my life's become so portly. <laughs> Has it? Oh, well, maybe your yeah. life will become more alchemically. <laughs> and we actually, we actually got an amazing series of photographs of a portal in Japan yeah. that, like, is proof of the portals you know like it's undeniable it's not it's not a trick of the light and the camera it's, it's proof of portals <laughs> lovely well a lot of people talking about alchemy you know we had carl jung and various spiritual teachers but what, what's your angle on alchemy so my guides at the start of this year in particular and and slightly last year have just gone absolutely pro alchemy they've started giving me so much information about it and um are saying that really with the new cycle that has happened at the start of 2017 that alchemy is just absolutely key to the next phase of ascension and that it's key to our own healing our own manifesting and i think most interestingly my guides are saying that really Gaia and her ascension is to become a temple of alchemy. And so she is, she's a blue-green planet. And even when we ascend, souls will still come here for healing because she is green and come here for truth-finding because she is blue. And, and really the kind of destiny of Gaia is to become this temple of alchemy in our solar system. And, and so we can really assist in the ascension of Gaia by becoming alchemists in our own life and by starting to understand what alchemy is and, and how it can serve us. And of course, when you start thinking about it, Gaia is already a temple of alchemy because all you need to do is look at the landscapes of the earth and the plants of the earth and the processes of the earth, and you see that they are all alchemical. Mm. Well, again, and I find this so, so exciting, is we really already are alchemists. If you think of your body, nothing enters your body and comes out the same. Mm. So alchemy, alchemy, to put it uh, basically, is the ability to recycle. Yeah. So something goes in, there is a chemical process that happens yeah. and it comes out different. And it's the ability to recycle, which in the way humans are being on the planet at the moment, this ability is so essential for the planet, yeah. is learning how to actually fully recycle who our energy, our actions, everything that we are on a planetary level. Yeah, and that's how the planet survives. And our and our bodies are actually master alchemists. They already know how to recycle. What's interesting 
is that my guys are saying our auras are also master alchemists. So our auras already know how to do alchemy for our energetic and emotional bodies. But we are not taught to do this. We are not taught to activate the alchemy processes that our auras have. And and really what my guides are talking about so much at the moment is that this new cycle, especially the start of it, is about learning that energetic alchemy and how to apply it to our lives, to our healing, to to um, our manifesting, mm. how to help our auras remember it, and exploring the many different types of alchemy that that are being downloaded to us, that are being remembered from the past. Mm. Um, as I've been exploring it and and doing workshops on it and 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 one to ones with it, all of these amazing alchemy techniques are coming through, and it's it's really really. Um, an exciting time. I think one of the, the big guidances I've had is that at, at this point of new cycle, we really need to let go of the way we were healing ourselves and the, a lot of the tools that we were using aren't necessarily right for now and we've got to come into the new ways of healing and manifesting and expanding. Mm. Well, I'm glad you mentioned about energy because I was thinking, yes, our body is naturally a uh, alchemical machine, but our energy systems aren't always. Sometimes energy gets stuck inside of us or sometimes we have to uh, process energies. One of the things I was thinking about was money, which is a kind of energy that we process in a very 3D world. And how can we alchemically deal with these kind of energies? I'm so happy you brought money up because I actually yeah. think money is such a good example for um, for alchemy. Like I said, there are many ways to work with with alchemy, and there are many many alchemical processes. But for me, the most transformational and empowering uh, way that I have found is to use it to clear out your subconscious mm. because. So ascension, according to my guides, is actually basically, to put it really basically, is learning to manifest properly because, and that's all it is, is is we have to learn to manifest 100% consciously and not partly consciously and partly subconsciously. And that's what's happening on the planet at the moment is there are lots of people waking up, there are lots of people manifesting, but if your life isn't fully flowing in the reality that you want to be living in, it's because your subconscious is still manifesting. Yeah. And that's where alchemy really is so powerful because what you can use it uh, to do is to really bring up the energy in your subconscious. So to explain, if there is a block in your life, and money is a really, really good example because um, there's so much energy around money. There's so much. There's so many beliefs around money, yeah. and th- th- there's there's so many blocks around money. And actually, I would say that that a lot of the world's problems are actually caused through poverty consciousness mm-hmm. on the planet. And so, it's a really great example. And let's, if we take our consciousness. Everybody wants to be abundant because being abundant is a natural gift of the earth. Mm. It's a natural gift of the universe. 
it's something that only betters your life <laughs> because yeah. you've got a flow of of uh, this money which is basically heart energy and magnifying energy and whatever you want to put your money towards you can magnify because it's an it's a way of investing your heart energy mm. so everybody wants abundance that's a really good thing to want but so many people aren't living in the flow of abundance because even if they're manifesting from their consciousness in their subconscious they have all of these other ideas about money and the subconscious is a really really abstract part of our consciousness that holds all sorts of beliefs and ideas that we can in, have inherited from past lives, from our parents, from school, from television, mm. from cartoons, from from experiences, from all sorts of things. Um, and the the subconscious basically holds all of these beliefs and ideas. And at the moment, we are not consciously manifesting. We are consciously and subconsciously manifesting. Yeah. And so the ideas in our subconscious are, are engines that are generating our reality as much as the ideas in our consciousness. Yeah. And most people, for example, have the belief somewhere in their consciousness that having money makes you evil or a fat cat or a bad guy because it is so ingrained in so much of our media yeah. and so much of our teachings. Yeah. And, and if that's floating around in your subconscious, that, that, that manifestation is also going to be playing out. So you might be able to be manifesting a certain amount of abundance, but then you're going to be giving all of that money away because part of you believes it's evil. It, yeah. E yeah, conflict. This is kind of conflict, which is, I guess, kind of normal for a lot of people, having these conflicting ideas. And, you know, in terms of energy, it means conflicting uh, directives for our energy field, isn't it? Yeah, perfect. <laughs> it means you're living in a conflicted reality, getting partly what you want and partly what you don't want. And so you're not being the master of your own reality, essentially. And basically, your life will tell you what your subconscious is believing, because when you've got a block in your life, you can be pretty sure that there's a block in your subconscious. And so, for example, if your money's not flowing, there is a block in your subconscious around money. Yeah. And this is where alchemy comes in because it's very hard to deal with our subconscious and it's very hard to deal with the emotions of our subconscious because it's huge and there's a huge amount of energy there. And when you try and apply other transformation processes, you can almost get lost in your own subconscious and it can become too too overwhelming yeah. but because alchemy is a recycling process your your whole attitude towards working with your subconscious and working with your shadow which is basically what you cannot see yeah. it's what isn't in your consciousness mm. sh shifts because actually you're re-energizing you're recycling all of that energy. You're not trying to get rid of it. Mm. Your ego isn't scared of dying because you're not actually trying to destroy it. What you're trying to do is recycle it and release the energy from your subconscious to your conscious yeah. through the alchemy process. And so let's say you've got a money block mm. and you know you've got a money block because your life is reflecting that money block at you. Mm. Yes. <laughs> sometimes you're having a flow of money and sometimes you're not and when you're not having the flow of money 
the first thing to do is to activate the al alchemical process in your aura, which you can simply do through intention, but I will also uh, give, you, give you an example of this at the end of this interview. Yeah. And then you, you, once that process is activated in your aura, your aura will start to it, its chemical process. And so everything that you bring up into your aura through this personal ceremony is converted into prana, is converted back to its natural energy state. Yeah. And that means that you can use your emotions around this block basically as portals that will take you in to the root of the block. And so as you're, as you're bringing up the emotions, say the first emotion is frustration because your money is blocked. And then it's doubt, and then it's fear, and and you just use the emotions as portals. And every amount of emotion that you're letting yourself feel, that you're letting yourself be honest with, you release into your aura. Hmm. And and your aura's natural alchemical process, which is a birthright, will begin to convert that energy into prana. Then. Beyond the emotions, you get into the belief systems. And really, the best way into the belief systems is to just ask, what is it giving me? Because the subconscious is in service to you. Mm. It's not trying to hurt you. It's not trying to keep you poor. It is trying to make sure you're a good person because it believes that money is evil. Right. <laughs> and so your subconscious is always trying to serve you, but it's got all of these beliefs. And, and I really want to press that beliefs are not truths. Beliefs, my guides say, are like lawyers. <laughs> <laughs> so they're always trying to prove that they're true, but they're yeah, not true. That's really interesting, yeah. <laughs> and, so, um, and so then you bring up the beliefs. And as, and as you're letting the beliefs come up into your aura, you know, you'll have a, an emotional reaction when you hit that core belief. I've seen it so many times. People just burst into tears. And and basically, you're just bringing up the energy of that belief, which is is the fear, is the emotion, is what it's giving you. You're allowing yourself to grieve the good thing it's giving you, and you bring all of that energy up into your aura. And as you're doing this, you're really witnessing the energy that that this belief has held mm. as a vibration within your consciousness and throughout your life. Mm. And and often these beliefs, they're huge amounts of energy. They're huge amounts of emotion. And as you witness this energy, you bring it all into your aura. And at this point, your aura is quite full and quite heavy <laughs> um, with all of this emotional energy. And basically, then you really start the, the fullness of the alchemy process. And there's so many amazing techniques that my guides are channeling about from from things like boiling your aura to the most basic one, which is just letting your aura spin with its own natural alchemy process. And literally you can watch all of this emotional energy converting into prana and converting into light. And it's like these little almost like fireworks of energy that start going off in your aura as your aura moves through its own alchemy process. Mm. And as this happens, your aura starts to get bigger and bigger and brighter and brighter because all of this old energy that was trapped in your subconscious is becoming prana energy and pure manifesting energy in your aura and in your consciousness now. So it's, it's actually 
causing you to expand and and regenerating and energizing your aura at the same time as healing your subconscious. And then when the process is complete and you just feel that it's complete because you're so calm, you you have this amazingly vast, bright, vibrant aura with all of this energy in it. And you can really um, use that energy for conscious manifesting. So say that the belief was giving you some good things like a sense of belonging to the collective and you don't want to lose that good thing that you were getting even though you wanted to lose the belief that was not of service to you you can then ask that prana to vibrate with the sense of belonging or you can ask that prana to vibrate with the sensations of abundance such as freedom and happiness and all the things you think that abundance will bring you that are good. So you're super energizing your manifesting. And basically all that energy that was in your subconscious is now available to you in your consciousness for manifesting. Wow. And so it's a really amazing process. I think when there's a really big block, it's, it's, it's really advised that you... Uh, have a midwife <laughs> to take you through the process because mm. if it's a really big block, it's probably easier to have somebody uh, intuitively asking the questions and helping the subconscious up, yeah. especially until you're used to the process. Yeah. Uh, because yeah. It, it can take, you know, the energy is amazing with alchemy. You can really, really feel it. When I was doing it in Japan, um, every alchemy one-to-one we did cut out the internet. Huh, yeah. At the point that the, the alchemy was going crazy, my, my business partner and partner Kath was in the other room on the internet and she was like, every time the internet cut out. Because this is a physical process. This is, it's a, a spiritual process, but it's also the energy of the earth. Yeah. that is working through you so it's very physical it can make you feel quite sick when it's happening because there, there's so much kind of biochemistry changes happening but what's beautiful about it is the old uh laws of alchemy the old teachings of alchemy which essentially it's it's so ancient as you know steve yeah. they all talk about it being uh about turning metal into gold or turning turning kind of scrap metal into gold and I really really resonate with that understanding of of that's what our energy body can do Mm. is turn all of our our old rusty emotions and beliefs into gold Mm. well Katie I think you're (laughs) going to be the midwife for for us are you going to lead us into a process Uh, I am going to lead you into the process now. Normally, alchemy takes kind of big alchemy takes a a long, um, you know, you need about an hour for a a big belief system. But I am going to give you the alchemy geometry activations that my guides have channeled to me, uh, which help your aura remember the alchemy process. And you can apply it to the more general everyday things so you can invite emotional alchemy into your um into your everyday noticings for example if you're feeling worried i think worry is a really really good one 
because it's something that a lot of us have to deal with. If you're feeling worried about something and you notice that you're holding the vibration of worry, you can just remember this little activation, call upon the uh, alchemy process in your aura and turn all of that worry into the high vibrational version of it, which is wonder. And wonder is the high vibrational energy frequency of worry. And you can do this with all emotions. Every single emotion has a, a fifth dimensional frequency of its third dimensional uh, version. And so um, that's what we're going to do now. And it will give you the process in your aura and the experience of alchemy that I have been explaining to you. So uh, when you're ready, closing your eyes, and feeling the muscles around your eyes relaxing. As you breathe in love and breathe out gratitude. Breathe in love and breathe out gratitude. And feeling into your aura. This is the dance of colors and patterns that is unique to you. And really letting your aura expand to the size that it wants to be. As you feel your aura surrounded by white light. So that only love and light can enter your aura. And notice how your aura is of the earth as much as your body is. Your aura has as much right to be here as your body and as much present. And all beings of the earth, all things of the earth, have an alchemical process. And I invite you to let your aura start to remember its natural alchemical processes are your aura's birthright that are actually so key to your aura's function. And I am activating this alchemical geometry through the auras of everybody listening now and in the future. And just notice what you see or feel. Give yourself permission for it to be subtle or intense. Every activation is perfect. chemical geometry is activated. In the aura it tends to expand and become lighter. And more fourth dimensional as an experience. It's these silver and gold like shapes.
begin to turn in your aura. Open your heart and just start to think of something you're a little bit worried about. What's that thing that's niggling in your mind? Wasting the magnificence of your imagination. And start to let that thing and then most importantly the reactions of that thing into your aura. So what what does stress actually feel like? What does worry feel like? Where is it in your body? If your visual maybe it has a colour. And breathe it out into your aura. All of the heaviness. All of the anxiety. And distractedness. That this worry is creating. And open up anything it's giving you. Like a sense of control. sense of busyness and purpose. Focus on how much energy and time, mental energy, emotional energy, you are spending on this worry. And release all of that energy into your aura. As you feel your aura beginning to spin with its alchemical process. And as it spins, you may feel slightly sick and you may need to burn. This is just the way that your body is engaging in the energetic alchemical process. And as it spins faster and faster, you feel all of that old worry energy begin to vibrate in your aura. As your aura spins faster and faster, this old worried energy releases and returns back into its pranic form and explodes into its pranic form, into its natural energetic form. So you feel all of that heaviness releasing into sparkles of light. And all of the good things it's been giving you, like the control. And the sense of purpose. I'm really feeling this process. 
of the alchemical geometry spinning faster and faster and faster now. As this energy, all of that energy you've expended on Marian bursts into light. And now your aura spins in the other direction. Moving the alchemical process into its completion as all of this worry, energy that has become prana, that has become pure energy, now converts into the vibration of your own wonder, into the openness and faith that wonder has, and really letting that vibration happen in your aura, as your aura begins to slow and stop. You can invite that vibration into your body as well. Just noticing if you feel a higher vibrational state when you think about this thing that you are wondering about. Noticing what has shifted for you. And slowly, slowly, your aura returns. To its natural movement. Feeling the last little explosions and sparkles of light. I'm noticing the expansion of your aura. Noticing the wonder in your heart. As you breathe in love and breathe out gratitude. Breathe in love and breathe out gratitude. Letting any energy that's not of service to you, you roots down to source or Gaia or wherever it's in the highest good for it to go. And just allowing this process to integrate. Breathing in love and breathing out gratitude. Breathing in love and breathing out gratitude. 